Hello and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome like obesity, anxiety, health and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. Today on the show, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the COVID-19 pandemic, coronavirus, and some of the implications for creativity and media and um, how, how the world is creating right now. And so the way that this came to my mind is that I'm currently putting together final edits on my middle grade novel. And the middle grade novel is about a young child who has pandas, which is a neuroimmune disorder, and some of the struggles um, mental health-wise that go along with pandas, um, and just dealing with average middle grade challenges. And I think one of the things that I've been struggling with during this final edit is I really feel like I want to say something about the pandemic and how hard that has been and what the challenges would be for a child with pandas going through the pandemic. And I know that I really can't do that. I mean, my book has been done for, gosh, pretty much a year, like in terms of the creative process. So I'm not in that time period when I wrote that book, and it would be significant edits to now add a whole bunch of other challenges. And, um, you know, I've already went through a developmental edit and a copy edit, and I just, I know I can't do it. But my challenge is, I keep wondering if the book will still be relevant. And then it really got me to think about When I'm watching even the average sitcom or something on television, I'm thinking a little bit about whether there should be a reflection of the current pandemic. And so I think you can look at it different ways. I think you can look at it that, you know, when we're doing something for pleasure, like watching a show or maybe reading a book, maybe we don't want the pandemic to be reflected there. But then at the same time, is there almost a social responsibility to reflect the pandemic in something that is supposed to be current? So in my book, I'm looking at it like, no, this book is present time, but it, you know, it was finished previously. And I think there's going to be a general understanding that something that was completed before the pandemic doesn't reflect it. And same with shows. I mean, all throughout the coronavirus, quarantine and lockdowns, everyone's been streaming Disney Plus and Netflix and and watching a whole bunch of shows they've never watched before. But I think we all kind of had this general understanding that all of that was created pre-coronavirus. I mean, I'm consuming, you know, several seasons of a show that was done in 2018. Like, I have no expectation to see anything about the pandemic in that because it hadn't occurred yet. But as we move into the next season of shows and, you know, 2020 to 2021 kind of thing, this school season that we're in, is there almost a social responsibility for certain shows that are 
um, created to be present and to reflect something similar to real life to start to incorporate some of the best practices around the pandemic or some of the language around it or some of the um, debates around things within the show. And I think one of the things I was reflecting on is something like smoking. So as we've learned more and more about the health implications of smoking, we've seen, um, you know, laws being passed and then movement in Hollywood to, you know, in a in a family show, we don't see people smoking really. And so that's been a very conscious health move. And so it just made me think about whether that would start to occur with the coronavirus. Are we going to see, for instance, in a show like my kids like the Netflix show Family Reunion, um, you know, they used to be watching a lot of Fuller House on Netflix, and I know that's been canceled now, but are we going to see shows like that start to have their characters put a mask on as they leave, you know, to start modeling some of that behavior and kind of keep up with what is happening in the U.S., in Canada, um, and really worldwide in terms of people donning a mask as they go out somewhere. So I think, I really almost think they should. And, And I guess to me, it's starting to almost look jarring. So when I see something and I see a bunch of people Um, in a crowd together, you know, I have to say to myself, wait, 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 this was done a few years ago. Like this is not current because I can't help but think to myself, oh my gosh, that crowd of people, they don't have masks on, they shouldn't be together. Like my brain, you know, after this six months of being drilled with kind of what are these COVID-19 best practices, my brain can't help but go, oh no, get away from each other. (laughs) And so I think... I think it's almost going to have to start reflecting some of these guidelines of masking and social distancing and things like that, or it's going to seem really off. It'll, instead of seeming like a reality, the shows or the books and all of those other things will start to feel like they're fantasy. So I think it totally works in a period piece. It totally works in something that's futuristic and fantasy or, or even current fantasy, but it, doesn't so well work in anything that's real life. And so one example that um, we do see is in sports. I mean, sports have come back on. I don't watch a lot of sports, but I'm constantly walking by sports that are on TV that my husband's watching. And in those cases, you know, every, everybody, you're seeing the masks. You're either seeing the masks at the press conference, you're, you know, in baseball, you're seeing them in the dugout. Um, you know, my husband had UFC on and so all of the kind of non-fighting people had masks, um, you know, the NBA, you're seeing them, you're seeing them everywhere. So I think in terms of the social responsibility there, it is there. And, and obviously that's partly because they're trying to protect the players and they're doing best practices and it's just being reflected on TV. I don't know that they're necessarily doing it as like a PSA, public service announcement, but it does, in my mind, help because young people, anybody who's watching the sports are seeing the mask wearing and they're they're seeing the modeling. So, so funny. I came across um, something that was 
uh, done for Governor Cuomo in the States. And Paul Rudd, who is, you know, a super funny guy, did a whole um, public service announcement about you know, he was spoofing the fact that he's a millennial and he's really not a millennial because he's older like me. But, um, you know, he was using all of these young people words and trying to inspire them to wear masks because caring about people is the new not caring about people. And, you know, it, it was just really funny. But I think, um, you know, that kind of thing might continue into just general um general writing and creativity and so that's I guess where where it's kind of in my mind right now I I think they should I think at some point some of these shows that our children are watching are gonna have to start to reflect reflect this new reality I guess and I think initially I kept thinking oh well you know this is a few months this is a blip you know, and then it was like, okay, well, this is a little bit more time now. And now we're looking at, well, this is six months already. And then eventually people are saying this could be another year. This could be like, we don't know. And so I think at some point that grace in terms of, oh, yeah, you know, you didn't include anything about the pandemic in your writing will kind of be gone. And, you know, whether it's writing for TV or writing um, for, you know, in actual books or short stories, at some point, if it's going to be reality-based, I think you're going to have to reflect these new ways of being, you know? Having a big party is kind of something that wouldn't happen, hopefully, nowadays, if people are following those rules um, or a really large wedding, you know, and so it just it really it really has made me think about whether um, it is appropriate to not be reflecting these new habits because it just doesn't seem realistic. And again, maybe it's a little bit different in the States, um, but I think here a lot of people are following these guidelines um, partly because they're they're being made into laws. And so it makes sense that um, that it would start to be reflected in in creativity. And I know I've heard some songs, like recent songs being released where people have talked um, or made reference to social distancing or made references to, to masks. So I thought that was interesting. And I think because music now has become a medium where people can quickly pivot uh, now with songs being released to Spotify and YouTube or um, iTunes and, and well, YouTube as well, very quickly, you're not seeing, you know, the way that it was back in the day where people, it took years to get an album out kind of thing. It's like someone can release a single really quickly. And so I think that's why we're seeing it reflected there, whereas something like a book still takes quite a long time to go through the whole process of writing, publishing, and getting it ready for release, as well as TV. It seems um, that TV still takes some time, not YouTube, but like um, actual shows on, you know, Disney Plus movies definitely take a lot of time. So I'm just interested to see at, at what point we do start seeing more of this reflected in staged um, television as well as books. 
I think the other interesting thing about creativity during COVID is it's that much more challenging. So we know that when our stress levels are very high and our anxiety is high, it is very difficult to get into a creative mindset. It can be a lot more challenging and you need those prompts that can kind of draw you back into that creative realm. So I heard Rachel Hollis talking one day about when she writes, she actually had a process that she did nonstop through all of her writing of, for instance, a book. And she said that basically... She would have the same cup of espresso. There was a few things that she did. She would smell the same scent to always put her in the mind frame of, okay, now I'm sitting down to write. And I thought that was really interesting. And um, I've heard others that do this as well, like just putting on a certain kind of music or um, a scent or whatever that kind of gets them into that vibe. And so it's something that I think could be used to help battle um, the increase in stress during the pandemic that's kind of shutting down our creative brains in in a sense. Because when we're kind of in this fight or flight, um, at least this is what I've heard through, through my therapist, is during this fight or flight time, you have a challenge in being creative because your brain is just focused on survival, essentially. Um, And so until you can kind of get that feeling back of relaxation and not focused on just survival, then we can kind of move into that part of our brain potentially where where um, we can actually be creative. And I might not have gotten that totally right, but that's um, the way it was explained to me. And so I think that some of these techniques in terms of, you know, having almost like positive triggers for being creative would, would be helpful in terms of trying to create during the pandemic. Whether it's writing you know, whether you're somebody who, who you know, makes your own music or maybe you felt really stumped even in the kitchen. Like, okay, normally I love to cook and I just, I can't even think of what I want to do. And it could just be um, because of ongoing stress, right? Um, which, you know, as I said, we're kind of six months into this. I think everybody has started to find a level of which, you know, they can function. But I still think in terms of having, you know, a really great business idea or um, a a new book idea, it would be really challenging during this time. Uh, Some of the other ways that I could think besides, you know, using your senses would be exercise and meditation, right? So if you can use meditation to maybe get your mind Um, into that relaxed state, then you may start to see a flow of creative ideas or or exercise. I do still tend to, especially when I get into a long run, um, get more creative ideas or, or work out some problems, do more problem solving during that time. So I think those could be definitely some things that would be useful. But um, I'd be interested to hear other people's ideas, I guess, on this. You know, do you think on the first part that um, we should start reflecting 
these new ways of life around the pandemic, the new habits, the new laws that we're seeing around social distancing, masking, things like that, um, group gatherings, limits, you know, is is that something that people want to see in popular media, in shows, um, in books? And like I said, I can see it both ways. I can see that on one hand, you know, you're watching a show because you want to relax and maybe you don't want to see it uh, because then all of a sudden it makes you think about reality. But then on the other hand, I can see it that, you know, if we're using TV as almost like a modeling or books as a modeling that that there might be some relevance. So I think it'd be interesting to hear um, from everybody on the blog maybe. So that's at www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com. I'll put something up about COVID creativity. And if anybody's got some input, I'd love to hear it. Um, And so I'd love to hear anything on that. And then also as well, if you have any thoughts in terms of how you're able to spark creativity during COVID. So I actually have had some book ideas or I have had some moments my challenge has been finding time to write um, when the kids were at home constantly and then I was also working full time and, you know, I'm always doing workouts and things like that. So it's like sometimes I get the ideas, but I don't necessarily get time to write them down. Um, but yeah, if there's other things that you're using to spark creativity during this time um, and try to get past that fight or flight mindset um, and the anxiety into actually being able to to be productive or hit that realm of creativity I'd love love to hear that so I hope this has been an interesting conversation um never intended to be medical or professional advice just something that's really been on my mind if you are looking for medical or professional help please seek that out um this is not intended to be that I hope you've enjoyed listening this week and maybe this has made you think about things a little bit differently. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please consider subscribing. It does help because then I get to understand, especially on launch day, uh, how many people have subscribed and, and, and numbers and things like that. And also, I'd love it if you'd write a positive review on iTunes or any of the platforms that you're listening on. I'm thinking maybe in the future I'll do a bit of a giveaway around doing reviews and that could be something really fun. So thank you again for listening. If you do want more, please check out my Instagram at Sarah Lady Gluten or again my blog www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com and I hope you have a great week. See you next week.